Welcome to the Christian Faith Fellowship Church podcast. We are a church that believes in praying, going, and life-changing discipleship in Jesus. We are so glad you've joined in for this message. If you enjoy what you hear, follow us to stay connected with our future updates and podcasts. Here's Good God, Good Year, Part 2. Grab a Bible and a notebook and get ready to learn. Here we go. God is good. God is good. All right, church family, you ready? Go ahead and start the clock. We're going to get going here. We're going to get right into the Word today. So if you got your Bibles, get out a little notepad, and let's dig into the Word. Father, we thank you for the Word. We thank you this year, Lord, that we're growing in you. We thank you for the vision that you gave us for 2022. A good God, a good year. I say that every day now, Lord. I serve a good God, and this year is going to be a good year. This is going to be a year of supernatural healings, supernatural abundance, supernatural peace, supernatural joy, supernatural hope, supernatural knowing that till that trumpet sounds, our Savior and returns for us, we are going to live the abundant life that Jesus Christ died to give to us. We thank you that we partook of communion. We thank you that we prayed. And now, Lord, we thank you for your word. It does not return void, and it will accomplish that which it's sent forth to do. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you got your Bibles, go ahead and open again to Psalm 118. Now, our theme for this year is 2022. A good God, we serve a good God. And we're going to see that today, that right from the very beginning, he was a good God. And it's a good year. It's going to be a good year. The devil wants to try to put thoughts in our mind. But remember, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. When you're going through a rough time, think. There's somebody else going through something harder than you are. There's children right now with cancer and cancer wards. There's people that are suffering it. Unreal pain. So when we're going through some, we don't just accept it. No, no, I'm not saying that. But what I'm trying to say is, don't get all mopey. You know, I heard one man of God say it like this. I knew people that were going to receive healing by the tone in their voice. If the tone in their voice was, I hope so. I think so. Yeah, I'm going to get healed. He says, I knew right away that they weren't going to receive. But if I went up to a person and they said, do you believe today that Jesus Christ is going to heal you? Yes, sir, you lay your hands on me, and I'm believing that the power of God is going to go through me, and I'm going to receive, I'm going to, I shall recover. And they lay hands and nothing changes, but they hold on because they got the eye of faith. They see it as done. They don't let it go. He who endures to the end shall be saved. Or that word saved there is sozo, shall be saved, shall be healed, shall be delivered. They won't let go. They're like a bulldog with a bone in its mouth. It ain't letting go. It ain't letting go for nothing. Amen? So, as we look at this year, we can say, well, look at all that's going on. Look, Bible prophecy is not to scare us. It's to prepare us. Amen? If you're getting scared thinking of the coming of the Lord, the new world order, what's going on, Are you kidding me? 
Are you kidding? Do you ever think that this is the only affliction, the only problems that we're going to have for all eternity for these few measly years that we're going through now? Yeah, during the tribulation, it's going to be crazy, but we're not going to be here. We're going to be out of here before the wrath comes. Amen? So I don't even think that way. I think, hallelujah, the king is coming. Yeah, things are getting dark. Yeah, things are getting hard. But it's just like the good book said. So what do I do? I rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. Always, I don't rejoice for the bad times that are coming. I'm rejoicing that God has prepared us. Bible prophecy is not to scare us, but to prepare us. He says, count it all joy when you fall into diverse trials, tests, tribulations. Why? Because we know the working of our faith works endurance. And endurance is what will get you through every time. Amen. So let's look at Psalm 118 again, and we'll just do a quick review review on this. 2022, a good God, a good year. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Say with me there. Write it. Ready? For he is good. For he is good. For he is good. Oh, pastor. You know, you look at all that's going on, and it ain't good. And why is God allowing it? And why this? Why that? Oh, stop it already, will you? The Lord is good. There is a bad devil. There is a good God. Quit looking at the works of the devil and look at the works of God. If God is for us, who can be against us? Jesus said, the thief comes not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. I've come that they might have life and that more abundantly. Every good and every perfect gift is from above. God is a good God. And don't let anybody t- tell you any different. Well, God, you know, he's bringing this stuff to teach me something. No, it's the devil, life, the curse that's bringing this stuff against you. Of course, God will always teach us things through everything that we go through in life, but it is not God doing it. Why? Because God is a good God, and 2022 is a good God and a good year. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Let Israel say so. His mercy, his compassion, his love endures forever. Throughout all eternity, God is going to rule by love. Can you imagine that? There'll never be a report of someone being mugged, someone being killed, someone being raped, someone being uh, robbed. None of that. All done with never again. That's why we're looking up, man, because that's where we want to be. Think about our loved ones that are up there right now. They sure ain't thinking about no ice storm or snowstorm or, or even a sandstorm if you live out in a desert area. Let the house of Aaron now say, say it with me, ready? His mercy endures forever. If you're a fast typer, type that there. His mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord now say, say it, his mercy endures forever. I called on the Lord in my distress. The Lord answered me, set me in a broad place, a wide place, a good place. I will not fear. I, I'm sorry, verse 6. The Lord is on my side. You know, growing up, I wasn't one of the best uh, sporty people around. And the sporty people would always pick the best to be on their side. Well, I'm on God's side. Abba, he's on my right hand. Amen. Abba. He is on our side. We can't lose. 
oh my goodness, when you got the best quarterback, the best home run hitter, the best pitcher, the best uh, hockey person, soccer person, the best God, the good God, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? I think of Jehoshaphat. Here he had, what was it, five armies coming against him? And the Lord said, fear not, Jehoshaphat. I'm going to do a work tomorrow. And what did they do? They went out singing, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. Maybe that's what we should do. Maybe we should sing out loud, for he is good, his mercy endures forever. Maybe we should march, for he is good, his mercy endures forever. For God is good. His mercy. Maybe you should march around your couch right now. Maybe you should march around your house right now. For he is good and his mercy endures forever. I have this little confession I read. They're, 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 they're from a minister that passed away many years ago. Died, I believe, at like 87 years old. And he says, when you read these confessions, don't just go, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Put a little oomph behind it. Oh, I don't have to be loud, yeah, but there's something about being loud. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Come on, in capital letters there, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. Verse 7, the Lord is for me. There it is, he's on my side. Now he's for me among those who help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire on those who hate me. And again, I said this before, I'll say it again. What is my desire on those that hate me for their salvation, that they would come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ? It is better to trust in the Lord than to put your confidence in men. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put your confidence in princes. Man, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he'll give you the desires of your heart. What's the desires of your heart? Delight in God. Well, you know, I'm believing for a, a boyfriend, a husband. Trust in God. Delight in him. Make him your husband. Make him your wife. Make him the lover of your heart. And then let all the other pieces come together as he guides and leads. Amen? So, our God is a good God, and our God, and this year is going to be a good year. God, from the very beginning, wanted all to be good. And when you look at creation, his creation has a certain word that comes out. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. And let's begin with verse 1. In the beginning... When is the beginning, Pastor? The beginning. That's <laughs> the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form, void. Darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God, here's God the Father. Now here's the Holy Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. So the whole earth is now engulfed in water. They say there's just as much water underground as there is above ground, right? Then God said, God said, we know from John chapter 1, from 1 John chapter 1, this is Jesus speaking now. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from darkness. 
God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. So right from the beginning, verse 4, look what it says. And God saw the light that it was good. A good God put the sun that gives us light in its perfect position, 98 or so million miles away, one little star in this massive Milky Way galaxy, one galaxy of the billions of galaxies out there again. The heavens, the stars and all were made for the earth. The earth was made for man. Man was made for God. God took this one star, put this marble, this beautiful planet as the third planet. They got pictures of Mercury, totally dead, roasting. They got pictures of Venus. They, they had to use a radar to see what's on there. And all they see is, is lava and, and death, Not, nothing there. They sent rovers over to the, over to the uh, Mars and no life there. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, they're all gas giants, so there can't be any life there. They've gone to the moon. The soil's totally dead. But they go to this one little planet, Earth, with this beautiful light that God said, it is good. It was good. This sunshine gives us life to our body, stirs our waters, gives energy to the plants so that they can produce on and on. Without the sun, we can't live. And here it was. God saw the light that it was good. Verse 3. Go down to verse 10 now. And God called the dry land, and he gathered together of the waters, and he called it sea. So here God now is separating the waters and the land, making, I believe, all the land was one big continent before it says over in Genesis, I'm not sure the exact chapter, that the earth was divided after Babel, and that's where we get nations and all from. But I believe it was all one land at one time. Can you imagine all the beachfront property there must have been there? Whoa, must have been something else. But look what it says. So God made the sea. He gave life to the animals, the fish and all, right? And look what it says. Say it with me. And God saw that it was good. Would you write that there? The sea was good. Light was good. God made good. Why did God make good? Because God is a good God. A good God made good things for who? Us, his creation. The heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to mankind. He gave the earth and all that's in it, all that he's doing right here to Adam and Eve. And he said, hey, go, replenish the earth, fill it up, subdue it, take control of it. I'm going to give you seeds to work with, animals that you can play with, this beautiful playground that he gave. Man fell, but all things will be restored. So hold on. We're almost there. Amen. We're almost to the point where God is going to restore the earth back to its original thing that God saw that it was good. What's going on in the earth right now is not good. Why is that? Because God is not the God of this world. Satan is the little g God of this world. Second Corinthians 4, 4. Look it up for yourself. In whom the God of this world has blinded their eyes that they might not see the glorious light of 
the gospel. So get understand that. When you understand that, it makes living so much easier. Bad is from the devil. Good is from Abba. It's from God. He's got all things good, and all things will be restored. See, you know, when Adam and Eve sinned, God didn't come on the scene and just say, you know what, devil? I'm going to destroy you and just start all over. Nope, nope. He knew it was going to take work. He knew he was going to have to be giving of himself, but he was willing to do that. God became man, virgin birth, Mary. Mary's dad, uh, Joseph, Jesus' dad was almighty God. And he took our lives so that now we throughout all eternity will live on this earth with no chance of it messing up again because Jesus Christ, he is the last Adam. Amen? All right, let's keep going on. Verse 12, and the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed. It's amazing. Everything comes from seed according to its kind and the tree that yields fruit whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God saw that it was what? Good. So now God is creating all the fields and he puts the seeds in them. Last year uh, when I went walking one day, I looked at this cedar tree and here's these red things hanging from it. I go, is that going to become a pine cone? I never saw that before. And they're just red as can be. They were like blood red. And as time went on, they became a beautiful pine cone. And I'm just like, the wonders of God. And they say, you know, when you go out west, those pine cones, they need extreme heat. And then they explode and they plant. So every time there's a forest fire, they just replant their seeds. I'll never forget one year, me and Diane went out to uh, Yellowstone Park. And we're on vacation with the family. And it was right after Yellowstone in that area, Wyoming and Montana had the million acres that burned from forest fires. And all of a sudden, so we were probably there maybe five years after that, row after row of perfect trees all about this high. And I'm just like, just the wonders of God to bring that all together. Why? Because God is good. So even in this fallen state where there are hurricanes, where there are tornadoes, where there are forest fires, God takes that forest fire and lets it produce again. He burns off all the junk. Yeah, I know. Now in our civilization, we live in these areas that this happens to. It just happened to Colorado just recently, right? But God is good. Look at verse 17. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth. Amen. The sun, the moon, the stars. And to rule over the day, the sun, and over the night, the moon and stars, and to divide the light from the darkness. And it is amazing when you go out on an evening when there's a full moon and it's, it's, the sky is clear. It's a different kind of glow, but you can still see. It's just the light of the night. And what did God say of this? And God saw that it was good. So he made the stars. The stars were made for the earth. But now we realize through the brilliance of science and all that the stars, things that we thought were just one little star out there, that the Milky Way was all there was, but now they have found through Hubble, 
and other things, and through the scientist, the astrolog uh, astronomer uh, Hubble, that these are galaxies out there. And each galaxy, they, they project, has over 2 billion, 200 billion stars in it. And God made all that for little lights for our earth. I don't know what it's going to be in the future, if we're going to be uh, going to different places and all. What's the difference? You travel from here to, say, Europe, or you travel here to another galaxy when you got all eternity. Amazing what God does, right? And then he made the moon. They say the moon is, again, in its perfect place, its perfect size, so we are the only planet that can have solar eclipse and lunar eclipse, just perfect, the way that it can just cover it perfectly. And God divided the light from the darkness, and what does it say? Say it with me. And God saw that it was good. Let's go to verse 21. So God created great sea creatures. Man, I, I went on a whale watching once, and just amazing to see these huge animals and every living thing that moves, which is in the water. I was watching one show, and they were showing, I believe it was mackerel, if I'm not mistaken. And they said there's literally probably trillions of mackerel there. And I'm like, God made such an abundance that it can feed the whole world forever. Now, I don't know if we're going to eat fish after the Lord returns, but in this life, that's kind of the staple food around the world is fish. And God made so many of them. And, and, and also the beauty and the wonder of them. When you go to those, or I've never been to one, but you see the, the videos of the Barrier Reef in Australia and stuff, and you see those colorful fish and swimming and moving and octopus and ones that look like a rock. And it's just amazing all that God made. So he made every little living thing that moves which the water abounds according to their kind. And he also made the winged birds according to their kind. And I always love in the winter when you get your snow and you see a cardinal out there. And that red cardinal just is so brilliant among the white snow. And this is our God again. This is our awesome God. I love bragging on our God. Amen. Our Father, our Jesus, because he said it. God loves when you brag on his son. And look what it says. And God saw that it was good. 2022, a good God, a good year. <laughs> and God blessed them. He blessed the fish. He blessed the animals. Be fruitful. Multiply. Fill the waters in the seas. And God, and let the birds multiply on the earth. Man, I'll tell you. You know, I, I always love when you see an eagle, you know, a bald eagle. You don't see them too often, but there they are. By me, I get to see hawks quite often, get to see a lot of vultures too, if you know what I mean. But the birds are out there, and they're just flying. I'm shivering. I got my coat on. I got my hoodie on. I got my hat from the, from the jacket on, the other hat on, my earmuffs, and they're just gliding through the air like it's nothing. And I'm just like, and then I go, where I walked is a little pond, and, and there's the geese in that freezing water. That water's just about ready to freeze, and I'm like, or they're sitting on top of it. And I'm like, how do your feet not get cold in that? But God takes care. We are the only species that has to make our own clothes. 
every other species, God provides. And look at the deer. They're so bright tan in the spring. And then they become dark. That fur grows on them. And they're out there like it's nothing. And I'm, I'm just shivering away. And God made the beast, verse 25. And God made the beast of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. So he made the rhinoceros. He made the elephant, the lion, the tigers, the bears. Oh, my. He made the deer. He made the, the raccoon. He made the fox. And then he also made the creeping things that creep on the earth. He made the lizards. He made the snakes. And those, I believe, that are under the earth. He made the worms and all these different species of animals. What a God. And God saw that it was good. Say that with me. It was good. It was good. Go down to verse 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image. What a special species we are made in the image of almighty God made in the image of the creator. Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. So somehow we look like God. Now again, God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, John chapter 4. But yet man is a spirit. I am a spirit, I have a soul, I live in a, in, in a body. With my body, I can live on planet Earth. With my soul, my mind, my will, my personality. But with my spirit, I can communicate, commune with Almighty God, right? So God says here, let us make humankind, man, in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, God's creation, that he said was good, over the birds of the air, God's creation, that he was said, said was good, over the cattle and over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him, male and female. He created them, the plurality, male and female. Then God blessed them. Woo! He said it was good to all the rest. And on man, what does he do? On woman, what does he do? He blesses us. He blesses us. And God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it. I've given you the earth, guys. Subdue it. Fill it up have dominion over the fish of the sea. Said it again, the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And then God saw that everything he had made, and indeed it was, say with me, very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Why did God say these were all good? Because God is good. We serve a good God. It's one thing to say that God is good, but everything starts changing when you say God is a good God and God is good to me. Say it with me. God 
is a good God and God is good to me. When we see that God loves me personally, God cares for me personally, it brings us all to a very personal level that God loves me. That I, Tom Fiola, and you could say your name there, I am special to God. He loves me. He says, I know the plans that I think for you, says the Lord. Plans of peace, not of evil, to give you a hope, to give you a future. God is for me, not against me. Church family, when we start seeing that all of this earth, everything we see, all the good, not the bad, all the good, was made for Adam and Eve and his offspring. And I'm his offspring, amen? I'm from the seed of Adam, but the curse part is broken because I'm from the seed of Jesus. And also, I thank God for Abraham that was willing to give that God says, I'm of the seed of Abraham, and his blessings are now mine. God doesn't put curses on us. God only puts blessings. Yeah, but Deuteronomy chapter 28 says these are the curses for not obeying the things of God. Yeah, but wait a minute. Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law, being made a curse for me, for it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree so that the blessings of Abraham may come upon me, a Gentile. So we saw in creation that God is good, that this good God made us and he blessed us. How did he say it? Then God blessed them. God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. It doesn't just mean have children. Yes, that was part of it, to populate the earth, but he wants us to be fruitful. He wants us to multiply. He's given each and every one of us different talents, different gifts. I have the gift to be a pastor, to be able to speak and teach God's word. But yet I would love to play the piano, but I can't. I'd love to be able to play guitar, but I can't. I'd love to be able to understand how computers and all that all work, but I can't. But other people, God gave them that gift, and God gave them that gift, and God gave them that gift, and God gave that one over there that gift, and God gave you that gift, and God gave you that gift, and God gave you that ability. And God is saying, it is good. Multiply it. Multiply that gift. Use what God has given you. The only way you multiply a gift is by using it, right? Two times zero equals zero, but two times two equals four, amen? Even two times one would equal two. Do something. Jesus said to one he gave five, to another he gave two, to another he gave one, each with the ability he had. God was never going to ask more than he knew that he put in the person. And that one with the five worked with the five and said, Master, you gave me five. I worked with the five, and now I got ten. And he heard, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over little. Now you're going to be a leader over much. Amen? The one that gave two, he said the same thing. You were faithful over little, now you'll be leader over much. But then the one he gave one, he just expected one in return. And he said, well, I knew you were a hard man and that you were going to be tough on me and yada, 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 yada. 
and he calls him a wicked servant. Oh, he said, just take that one, put it in the bank, even get, even if it's 0.30 of interest, it's something, it's something, it's something. Use what the good God has given you. Oh, I tried, it didn't work. You just keep trying. I always share with you that I was a terrible reader. I just didn't read. I, and then I just kept doing it. Started with short things, kept doing it. Now I can barely go any amount of time without having, without having some sort of reading. And I, and I just stick. I'm not into novels and things like that. I just stick with the Word of God type of books and things that keep me going. So church family, on this day out there, and this day, you know, we still had church today, amen. Again, I want to thank the team that came in to make this happen. Without them, I couldn't make this happen because of their faithfulness and their giving of their time. They were able to come in and make this happen. Give them a big cheer there online, amen. So listen, again, share this today, 9 a.m., 11 a.m., whichever one you're watching, share it on Facebook, share it on YouTube. Let's get the word out that God is a good God. Say that with me. God is a good God. Say this with me. 2022, a good God, a good year. Say this with me. 2022, God is a good God to me. And 2022 is going to be a good year for me, for my family. The world can get as dark as it wants I couldn't care less on that part because I know Bible prophecy is not to scare me, it's to prepare me. I'm prepared, I'm looking up because we are at warp speed because scripture is being fulfilled, amen? What I do in the meantime, I don't put my head in a, in a sand pit and just, oh, whatever. Let's reach people, let's help people, let's do what we can do for the kingdom of God. I love you, church family. Thanks for taking time out today to be with us. I hope you watch this together with your children. They need to learn to hear the word of God. I think of Ezra when he was reading the, the book of the law. The children were there. It was pouring, and they stood there and listened to the word from the morning to the evening. That's how valuable the word of God is. Don't let it go. Don't make it second nature. Keep it as number one, and watch how this good God that gave us his word We'll, we'll bring this out. Don't forget also our 21 days of prayer. You can download it on our website. Grab it there. And then our 555, we're reading through the New Testament this year. Amen. Five days, five minutes a day, and they give you five different ways to do it. Amen. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. God is good. Father, we thank you for the service today. And thank you that Jesus is Lord. Thank you that he is the resurrection and the life. Thank you that your word does not return void, but it accomplishes that which it's sent forth to do. Today, if you have never asked the Lord Jesus to come into your heart, to be your Lord, to be your Savior, and you would like to make that decision, then I ask you to pray the simple prayer with me, and we'll pray it together. Well, where each person is, we're still together believing for salvation today. If you have never asked Jesus into your heart, pray this prayer. Say this with me. My dear God in heaven, I believe today that Jesus Christ, he is the son of God. I believe 
that he died on the cross, that he rose on the third day. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. I thank you for forgiving me of my sins and accepting me today into your kingdom. I thank you that I am born again. I have repented of my sins and I am a new creation in Christ Jesus, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, if you're praying that prayer today for the very first time, congratulations, the greatest thing you could ever have done. Let us know on your screen there. It says Reverend Bob at cffchurch.org or call the church. Let us know. We'd love to help strengthen you and help you in your newfound faith. Amen. To know Jesus is the greatest thing. Why? Because God is a good God and Jesus is God. And this is going to be a good year. Let me close in prayer. Let me bless you as we wrap up. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time today. And we thank you for safety and protection no matter what the weather is. You're a good God and you're for us. We love you, sir. We love you. Now, Father, I thank you. As Moses and Aaron prayed this prayer over the children of Israel, such a good prayer. I pray it over your people. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his confidence upon you and give you his shalom, shalom. Father God, I thank you that you have made us, oh my, our good God, you have made us the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath, that in all our ways and endeavors that we are greatly blessed, highly favored, deeply loved, that we are blessed to be a blessing. Church family, God bless you. Have a great Sunday. Be safe. And remember, we serve a good God, and this is going to be a good year. God bless.